Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Socializing with Sisters. I'm Rochelle. And I'm Brianna. And we don't have a topic today. No, we don't. We, no. I don't think anybody cares anyway. <laughs> I, we scrapped the other topic about the books because nobody cares about what we like at books. Well, uh, <laughs> to be fair, actually, yeah, that is a good place to start our conversation today because we are reading the same book because you bought me the book that you were reading. Yeah, no, I finished it last night. Did you? Okay, I, I am on part. I thought I was going to get ahead of you on this one. I I'm, I know I did too. I thought you would totally kick my butt when well, it comes cons- to reading because I'm con- a slow reader. Considering you had you were you had much more time before me in reading yeah. this. I'm on part four, so I'm almost done. There's only like, yeah, like 20 pages left. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. steal the book out of my husband's office because I Is had he reading it, it now? It's good. It's, he, it's good. So originally he had bought it, I believe, or at least that's what he's telling me, and I'll believe him. So you're like, I don't remember how this book came to be, but. <laughs> I don't know how it ended up in my house. I just remember I saw it on the shelf one day and I was like, hey, I'm going to read that because it seems pertinent to help me in my job and so the book is how to win friends and influence people the only book you need to lead you to success by dale carnegie and i don't know if you all know but dale carnegie is a dead man he's an old man that that you know he's not he's not longer with us and uh he wrote this book last name carnegie i think that's that says it all you should know he wrote this book like you know 50 plus years ago yeah 80 the, 80 years in print excuse me i'm i'm a little illiterate yeah he's today. the one that, that they named carnegie hall after exactly so uh uh historical figure uh wrote this book about um you know how to basically not piss off people and get them to kind of come to your way of uh thinking uh it's- some of the things that i liked is that uh, at the end of each section, there's a, like, in a nutshell little piece that kind of helps you to know exactly. It's like a highlight that, like, summarizes exactly the principle that they're talking about in the chapter. Exactly. So I've got all of those earmarked because I'm a simpleton. Yeah, well, and it makes it easier to kind of, uh, like, go back and remember, like, you know, if you mark it, you're just like, okay, I just need to read this, and then I can kind of remember, and if I don't remember, I could always read the chapter again. Yeah, exactly, and the parts that are a part of it are fundamental techniques and handling uh, people, uh, six ways to make people like you, Um, what was it, how to win people to your way of thinking, and the last part, um, be a leader. A leader's job often includes changing people's attitudes and behaviors. Some suggestions. You know what? I, I found, I'm not going to lie. I found the title of the book to be misleading. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that the title and even some of the chapter, like, like the parts of the book, the titles of the parts, I think are also misleading because it makes you think that this is all about, ooh, how to influence people and win people over to your side and, you know, things like that. But really, like, I found that the content is more like 
how to live an easier life and get along with people better and how to be a better person. How not to be an asshole, I felt like, was, like, the best way to describe the book. Uh, kind of. It's like a, it's like a nice, friendly version of basically saying, these are all the things you're doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because before reading this, like, you know, I always found myself to be kind of an abrasive person um, when it came to thinking that I'm right about things and such. And I'm like, oh, there's other ways to go about this. So I actually started to apply a lot of the principles to my relationship with my husband. Uh, we don't fight as much. Yeah, go that's figure. see, see, it, it's it's important. It's not just for work related things. These are it's it's more about having relationships with people. Yeah, like if you're wrong, admit it quickly and emphatically. Like what well, I, it's simple. Just. Don't be an asshole it's, and admit that you fucked up. <laughs> it's so simple, but there's so much pride that goes into admitting that you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can understand why that's hard because, well, here's an example. Like, my my husband's friends are kind of going through, like, the same thing I went with my friends is that they're growing apart. Yeah. And they're getting older and some of them aren't growing up and maturing. And, uh Um, Part of this book is about expectations that you have of people. And I really liked, uh, gosh, I can't even remember. It was a a quote from like Admiral Lee or something. And basically, he's like uh, talking to the president of the Confederacy and he's praising this soldier um, Mm -hmm. in the Confederacy. And one of the other soldiers that was there, he's like, General, do you not know that this guy is like your enemy that you're praising? And he's like, well, the president asked me of my opinion of him, not his opinion of me. Yeah. Begin with praise and honest appreciation was what that one was. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm finding that like you, you need to learn to appreciate the things about your friends and maybe not hold them to your expectations. And, you know, the other thing is, is that like, the relationship thing works both ways so uh you know as you're growing and as you're getting older and as some people are moving on with their lives and others that aren't you know like sometimes uh you know if they can't admit to their own faults and they don't want to if they don't want to build the relationship it you can't build it on your own you can't keep that relationship going yeah exactly exactly it's a two-way street Yeah. And so everybody kind of has to be willing to be on the same page about these things, like, especially when it comes to admitting that you're wrong and kind of apologizing for, you know, maybe wrongs that you've done to people in the past. And honestly, that's why I think that I ended up breaking off some friendships is because I either I was ready to apologize and then they weren't Mm -hmm. or, you know, and then I don't, I don't remember a time where they were willing to apologize and I wasn't, but you know, I could be wrong, but it just, it never really lined up. And then, you know, the friendships did, they, they suffered. And um, yeah, it's, it's sad to say that my husband's going through the same thing and uh, you know, definitely like, I don't know, this is a great book to, you know, to help fix those relationships or kind of guide you through, you know, some relationships that you might be struggling with. That's why I think like, it's how to win friends and influence other people. But really, yeah, it's more about, you know, 
kind of changing your behavior to to you know to get the most positive reaction yeah exactly and so that's why I the reason why I was reading it originally was because of the fact that uh, I am involved in a lot of leadership at my at my organization and so it I felt like it would help me to like we we talk a lot about um your what is it your biases and stuff like that and so I felt like it was a way to kind of help guide in that sense of like you know removing your biases about somebody else because of the fact that you're you know trying to just navigate them as a human being and you know it's just listen you know like one of the one of the spots in here is just you know just listen let yeah. them talk let them do the talking and and I'm like yeah and, and actually actively listen to the other person yeah let the other person um you know do the talking so um but yeah it's just I found it it to be really helpful um and then also made me realize that there are some things that I definitely do in my personal relationships that aren't necessarily very helpful like um one that I'm going to apply is talk about your own mistakes before criticizing the other person. I am the kind of person that I'll give honest criticism, but probably not in a very tactful way. And so it doesn't always go over well. I, I think that's, that's true for people that are sensitive too. like, if you criticize people that are sensitive, like tact is everything. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that that person's too sensitive. It just means that you know, they embody things more than other people. Yeah. And then also like one of the principles that I was like, "Oh, people are doing this to me" is give the other person a fine repu- reputation to live up to. And I've noticed that with some of my colleagues is that they're like, "Oh, you know, they say all these good things about me and I'm like, I don't know where this came from. It feels like it's left field. But at the same time, I'm like, Oh, maybe, maybe that's what they're doing is they're using this technique to help motivate me. (laughs) Maybe that's an interesting, or maybe your work actually really is quality. You know, I have no idea. It's one of those ones where it's like, I don't know if it's real or if it's fake, but I do appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I found that my, my biggest problem is something that I don't actually vocalize, but like in my head, like my, my, my standards, like I have, I I set standards for people that are way too high because those are the standards that I have for myself. Mm. And, and then I criticize people not out loud, but in my head. Mm -hmm. And just because I'm not saying it out loud, like if somebody can like visually see me, like facial expressions, (laughs) say everything so that's why I don't really like showing my face on a zoom call a lot of times because you're just like I don't need them to see my 10 million eye rolls (laughs) well I I carry a lot of my feelings in my face like if 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 you know me you know like if you if you've said something to me or you've heard someone else say something to me and you had to see my facial reaction it's I I do not have a poker face in the least and so like what was it Monday mornings uh my my uh 
my department has a Monday morning meeting at 8 a.m. on Monday morning, which I'm like, God, why are we doing this? And <laughs> and the one of the managers from another team complained about the fact that I don't show my face, and I showed my face, and uh, I got <laughs> a comment back from my boss about <laughs> how I seemed so enthusiastic to have to be on the call and I was like no I am not a morning person like I don't share my face for reasons because I you don't want to see that person the person I am for the first hour or two of the day is not the person that you want to have to deal with on a regular basis you're like (laughs) I'm hiding for a reason (laughs) yeah I haven't had my coffee I'm not fully awake yet I am Ranky, and I'm not the chipper person that you get in the afternoons at all. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm this evil witch of a human being, <laughs> like <laughs> hiding in my cave of wonders, you know, with a fucking cauldron full of, you know, potion that I'm trying to like kill all of you with. Like, well, that's how I feel. On well, Monday and it's morning. just like, Okay, it's an, it's Monday. It's eight a.m. Here's yeah. my question: How many people are literally like rolling out of bed just to get to that meeting? Because I know I would be like, I legit had roll out of bed for that meeting. <laughs> it's just like, like I'm barely starting at like because okay, you're working remotely. Like I feel like, and especially if you have like flex time, like like I think I'm pretty sure you have flex time. So yeah. unless there's a meeting, you don't have to be up that early. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's just like, I'm not starting my day at 8 a.m. I'm starting at 9. I'm starting at 10. Like, I'm starting whenever I get up and the morning suits me. And then I'll work the eight hours and I'll log off at whatever time that is in the evening. Yeah. Because I I don't care. I'd rather take my time and work later. I typically don't have meetings that are internal or external facing until 9 a.m. my time, Pacific time. I'm surprised that somebody actually mentioned that, but you, that you didn't have your camera on. Yeah, no, because I was one of like very few people that didn't have their camera on. She's like literally called me out by name. And so I was like, okay, fine. You can see my face. I am pissed. (laughs) That I'm awake right now. (laughs) I would just, I'd set my cat on my lap and then everybody would just be looking at my cat. (laughs) So yeah, I was I was just like not the most friendly person and it was called out that I wasn't being very friendly and I even like what was it somebody they somebody on the call one of the managers on the call was complaining about something and I said fine I'll do it or whatever because they wanted some updates made I still haven't made them like <laughs> I'll get to it don't worry about it I'll I was like I was like I'll do it I'm going to do it in my timing though I never said I would do it in yours <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Like, you didn't say when. That was your mistake, not mine. Yeah, you never told me when you wanted it done by. I just said I would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so how how do you think that the book would uh, would help you with, like, moments like that? Oh, I just really don't care how this person feels about me at this point. I really don't like them, and they don't like me, and that's how that is, and it's fine. That's so, true. Yeah. You can't true. please everybody. Not everyone is going to like you. And 
even when you put your best foot forward, if somebody just continues to step on your toes and, uh, you know, drag and breathe their breath on you, like, it's just not meant to be that you're going to be friends. <laughs> See, that's, I don't think that's something that the book addresses since I haven't finished it. You'd have to tell me, but yeah, no, not everybody's going to really. like you. Yeah. yeah. See, that's I the think... hard part. They, they tell all these good stories about how people from opposites can get along and all this good stuff. But like, I think that it's applicable to most situations, but there are going to be those moments and times where you're just not going to be able to please that person. Yeah. Cause sometimes there are like legit people that hate you. Mm-hmm. for no reason that sucks yeah, yeah. I've, ex- I've experienced that usually I just try to keep as much distance between myself and that person as possible yeah so um, which I guess is what you were trying to do by hiding your face basically, basically. Maybe, maybe if they don't see my face they'll forget I exist <laughs> maybe if they don't see my face they won't know that I'm eye rolling at them and that I'm uh you know, not super happy with them and have a grumpy looking face on and my face is all puffy first thing in the morning. And so like, you know, the bags under your eyes and everything. I don't look pretty first thing in the morning. You gotta no. give me a couple of hours <laughs> to I like don't... settle in. <laughs> no, I don't even look pretty unless I put on makeup because I got these like natural dark circles that just like don't go away (laughs) yeah they just sit like right underneath the back like I've tried everything like creams whatever like I mean short of getting Botox and fillers which actually really aren't good for you if you really look into it like I was thinking about getting filler um (laughs) okay so I will send you this YouTube video about filler and uh, it, it is really bad especially injecting filler right underneath your eye there's a specific filler that I was looking at, so I, I, I'll look, I'll watch the video, but um, the one that I was looking at, it's, I believe it's like silicone based, so it breaks down after time. Yeah, uh, they, they, they say that uh, about, about different fillers. So I don't, I don't know exactly which one I, you know, I went down the rabbit hole on, on YouTube. <laughs> some of that shit that they put in your lips though a lot of times like the more permanent fillers like if if it says permanent filler like that shit is horrible for you but if it's like the temporary ones where you have to have upkeep and things like that I think it's less of a problem um but I still it's still you're putting shit in your face like even the stuff that breaks down over time so what I what I watched in this video that I'm gonna send you is Mm -hmm. basically It'll break down, but in six months, you won't have the results anymore that you had after day one. Like, it'll be gone. It'll be done. So, literally, the filler works for, like, six months. hmm And that's it. Yeah. And then you have to, like, you're just going to keep getting injectables put in your face? Well, I to me, it's, like, if you want to continue to... So... One of the things that I've thought about of the reason for filler is a filler can be a temporary fix to see if you like the way that it looks. And if you don't like the way that it looks, then it's gone in six months because it's temporary. Yeah. But even permanent filler, like they say that you inject it and it looks good for a certain amount of time. But then after a while, like it's like almost every six months you would have to get injections in order to keep the look that you're trying to obtain. That's true. That's true. Which and uh, I'm not opposed to that. I mean, I understand I don't like needles, but. I don't know. After I send you this video, you might change your mind. We, right. 
we will I'll see. But I don't think you need fillers. I think, I honestly, I, I, I just didn't want to deal with like because my face. I've never had bags under my eyes in my entire life until after I turned thirty, and then all of a sudden I had these dark circles under my eyes, and I was like, "What's this from?" And I'm realizing that it's from stress a lot of the time. But I looked in the mirror, and they said if you pull your your you know your cheeks down or you like go into the light and it's not dark at the what you're seeing is really a shadow on your face then the filler works but if it's actually the skin pigment has changed then there's nothing that they can do oh mine's legit the skin pigment there's a freaking vein right underneath my eye and it is dark as hell (laughs) no mine is not skin pigment mine's a shadow no mine's definitely it's it's the skin is so thin right there and then you can see the vein underneath i just take on the concealer and all is well (laughs) gotcha gotcha i've been having allergic reactions to a lot of makeup in the last six months and so um makeup's not an option really for me oh what are you using i don't wear makeup at all i mean but what were you using before um i've tried a lot of different brands like you know what was it I've tried the generic brands that you can get at the drugstore, and then I've started to go into the more expensive stuff, um, like Lancome, Clinique, um, what is it, Bare Bare Essentials or something like that. Um, God, I can't remember some of the other brands, but I'm basically having allergic reactions to everything. I'm going to have to look at this. I just recently picked up a new... I think there's this brand called Tartier that I was going to look into and there's another brand that they're supposed to be like vegan and I'm wondering if that might be a difference yeah but. I mean maybe you should try so I got this stuff uh, from Elia it's a uh, it's manufactured it's made in Italy and uh, um, it's a uh, it's vegan okay and, uh, um, I mean, not that I have the most sensitive skin or anything, but, um, I don't know. It like, it works really well, uh, against my skin tone and it, I don't, I don't really break out from makeup anyway, but, yeah. um, but I don't know. I was just thinking maybe something vegan would work better for you just because maybe it's the chemicals and, you know, I don't know. I have like, no idea. I thought about trying the Fenty Beauty by Rihanna to see if that would work. I was you know who try. you should ask? You should ask Kathy, our cousin. She has the most sensitive skin out of anybody I've ever met. And she still wears makeup and she tries all kinds of stuff. I think she would actually have like some really good recommendations for We have we have different skin issues. Yeah, I know, but she has sensitive skin. Like uh I know. Like it doesn't mean that it wouldn't um what yeah. works for her wouldn't work for you. For her, it's that her skin breaks out in, like, a rash, and my skin breaks out in eczema. Yeah. And so, different things, because, like, a lot of the products that I use for moisturizers and stuff like that do not break her, or break her face out, but don't break my face out and actually calm my issues. So that's the only reason why I haven't tried any of the stuff that she's tried, just because of that. Um, oh, I was going to try the Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez. 
because oh. they say that it's very light and it's vegan and okay. that it's very dewy and I, my skin likes moisture so and it's like 23 dollars or whatever for a bottle of it so. see that's the thing that i really don't like about makeup uh companies is, is that like you know how, how do you come you, how come you don't have tester bottles like i have to buy the I whole know, right? fucking like i have to buy the whole thing in order to try it out and then if i try it once and i realize i hate it i'm stuck with a 25 dollar bottle is Aaliyah spelled I-L-I-A? Yes, it is. Uh, that was the other one I was actually looking at because it's oh. got a uh, super serum skin tint with SPF 40 foundation that uh, is supposed to be very light and weightless. And it's also vegan and clean. It's clean at Sephora, but it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, that's what I bought at Sephora and I really like it. Yeah, I was going to try it and see whether or not. I was going to try two. I only try two at a time because my skin can only handle so much. Well, and it's like $60 <laughs> when you really think about it. You're, you're talking about $20 with Selena Gomez's product. And then you're, Aaliyah, you're talking about $40. So $60. I know, right? I'm like, this is death on me. And that's just to try a product. That's not even like you're guaranteed to like it. And you're going to throw one of them away probably. Oh, yeah, definitely going to end up throwing one of them away. See, that's what's crazy to me. I'm just like, why don't these... I mean, they don't give a shit. They're, it's their bottom no. line. They're like, you'll yeah. you'll buy it to try it. like. So yeah. they don't care. But it's just like, okay. Like, if you're trying not to be wasteful and, you know, you're actually, like, trying to get consumers, like, hooked on your products, like, offering, like a, like, a $5 tester bottle or something, like, I don't know. I think that would be beneficial to companies, like... I don't know, good companies that have quality products because then you get people hooked on the tester and they'll buy the real bottle. Yeah, exactly. I would much rather buy a tester than the whole bottle. Oh, the other one, it was Bare Minerals that I had, um, which is light coverage, and um, it made me break out. Yeah, aren't they? They sell out of Macy's, right? No, it's also at Sephora. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that product very much. Yeah. Um, so, and then Tartier. Um, I don't want a full coverage, though. That's my problem, is I want, like, light coverage. I only yeah. need a light coverage. Oh, well, uh, Laura I don't even... Mercer sells a mini size version of all of their uh, foundations. Oh, are you still there? Sorry, did I disconnect? Yeah. Mom was calling me. <laughs> oh, goodness. goodness. That's so funny. But this is actually a good time to uh, to end the podcast. 30 minutes. We talked yeah. about the book. And we talked about some makeup stuff. And uh, I'm really interested. Yeah. If they do sell those tester bottles, uh, maybe you should check that one out. Just because they have mini bottles. They do have mini bottles. It, it does specify that. So, But I think I'm going to start with the... Yeah. I think that you cut out too now. Not a great day for a podcast, I'm thinking. Well, I think this is where we're going to end our recording. Uh, yeah, if you haven't read the book or you're interested, it's How to Win Friends and Influence People, the only book you need to lead 
you to success, Dale Carnegie. 